Welcome to Dice Carnival. You are listening to the Wild Beyond the Witchlight in collaboration with the Homebrew D&D podcast. My name is Misha, and I'll be playing Amanda Amazing, the detail-driven Sylvan Rogue Detective, closing in on her breakthrough case. I'm Cody Smith, and I play Philo Featherbottom. Philo is a halfling wizard who has gone through some rather strange events. My name is Greg from the podcast Dice Carnival. I'll be playing Astrak, the star-speckled grip-lead druid who yearns to leap for the stars but cannot leap. My name is Austin Brady, and I will be playing the character Hobbs, who is a sentient log warlock, and are very flammable. <laughs> Hi, I'm Geo, and my character is Tor, a young Harringham monk who ran away to the Witchlight Carnival as a child to pursue their love of dance. They've been working at the carnival ever since. And finally, my name is Adrian, your dungeon master and host. This episode of Dice Carnival is sponsored by C4 Labs, proud vendors of free shipping in the United States. Now available is the Hugo Dice Tray with the utility of compartments for all of your dice, plus the flaming pizzazz of the man himself. Additionally, at checkout, you can type in Dice Carnival with no spaces or caps to get 10% off your whole order. So if you want to support your local musician or just find great products for your D&D games, head to c4labs.com. Whether this is your first time listening or you're already a subscriber to our content, we at Dice Carnival welcome you and hope that you enjoy what you're about to listen. <laughs> Bye now! Welcome back to the Witchlight Carnival, where we left off a group of children snuck their way inside, causing a little bit of a disturbance in the process, but have already begun indulging in the local carnival cuisine of day-old corndogs, <laughs> as well as some of the magic, courtesy of Wally the Wonderful, an illusionist at the Witchlight Carnival. As all of you begin looking around the area with what little time you have left in the carnival, for it is the last time it will be here for quite some years, you begin pondering on what you would like to do next. You see that there's snail racing nearby. Some of you want to at least look at the Pixie Kingdom to see what's going on there. You see that there is a hall of illusions. Snail racing? I suppose if all of you want to go there, that would be a good idea. I mean, they did sound pretty fast. For snails. <laughs> How do they go so fast? Are snails not usually fast? Not where I'm from. I mean, Tori, you've probably sat in on the snail racing before. Yeah, they're, they're pretty fast. They go about like the equivalent of like 20 miles per hour. I'm probably Damn! just seeing oh these fast God. snails at this point and forgot that snails are supposed to be slow. Yeah, yeah, exactly. These are giant snails, though. Oh. Are they beefy boy sized? Uh, are they? The do size you guys of... are you guys going to the snail? Let's go, I guess. Let's yeah, go. Guess. Let's yeah. Snail racing, it is. The grandstands next to this race course are filled with cheering fairgoers, ringing bells, swinging rattles, and waving flags. On the starting line, you see that there are eight giant snails that are currently having their shells scrubbed by pixies. These snails are larger than any of you. Oh my god! A medium creature could ride on the ride on the back of them quite efficiently, and you see like numbers are like painted on the side of them, very like race car font. 
Uh, and you see, like, uh, there's one pixie that's holding, like, a spray bottle that's currently spraying down the snail to make sure it doesn't get dry. Oh and my like god, I love it. it. And I like have so much joy in my heart. And all the little pixies are dressed like uh, pit crew. Do they have, like, uh, stickers of sponsors stuff to them? Uh, yeah, you see, like, there, it's more like ads around the DuPont. carnival. <laughs> that's, like, say, like, uh, try our corn dogs. Baked daily. Um, <laughs> I did. You know, I like the visit, one that visit, mentions uh, corn dogs. Visit the Pixie Kingdom sort of thing. And yeah, they've got like sponsors. The sponsors aren't so much on the snails, but they're more like along the grandstand, like little billboards. Oh, and, so cute. Uh, Those are yeah. big snails. As you make your way forward, you see uh, one of the pixies sort of fly back. They're kind of like an emo looking boy pixie <laughs> with green hair uh, that says Ooh. well hello there I take it that you're looking to, to ride some snails well, we can ride them oh yeah I'm you can race them I wanna ride a snail you have to fill out a, let's you know, race them oh yeah 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 I will say that uh, you know, it's, it's one free to watch but it's, uh, if you wanna be riding them it's gonna cost you a ticket punch oh you only have two if I strap on my emotional support log, can I take it with me? I mean, we don't exactly have a clause for an emotional support log, so I suppose you can absolutely take it with you. I some support people emotionally. Truthfully, like, growing up where I grew up, that's not very weird, so, you know, I'm just gonna not really question it. So oh, then, Milo. that's probably pretty Milo. weird for you people, like, yeah. Where, where are we again, Avernus or something? I don't know. Uh, anyway. Uh, yeah, absolutely. If you want to hand over the ticket, uh, I'll get I'll get whoever wants to get on there punch. And Philo can take his emotional support frog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Emotional support support frog, <laughs> and an emotional support log. Cool. Yeah, it's fine. I got an emotional uh -huh. support hog, so like you know, oh. I'm vibing with you. All right. Okay. Then. Oh, we should set him up on a play date. Huh? <laughs> well, well, are you, are only one of you getting on the snails or? Well, well, Philo and this frog can race against me and my All right, log. that sounds like two ticket punches then. Yeah. All right, is every, okay. is, is, Tor, are you good with that? Or do you think we should be going somewhere else? Tor, like, or Philo. Tor, like, you know, nods up to the, the, the green-haired pixie and it's like, what if I join him, you know, fill off the stands, make it more of like a, uh, Engaging race for oh the yeah absolutely we need another person to uh to uh to to, to, to scrub the uh the track tosses you a broom. broom they just kind of like fly to the ground really hard hit like a broom or like a rake that suddenly flies upwards and lands in your hand. All right, all right. Well, worker boy, go ahead and get to work. Tora starts walking along. Relative Those trails aren't gonna demucus themselves. Tora <laughs> relatively speedily heads off to start to scrub the track, but with, like, a little glint in his eye. Alright. Yeah, you, oh. you begin sort of preparing the track. <laughs> Sorry, dude! Yeah. Uh, as wow. you have now conscripted Tor, uh, yeah, you go ahead, you hand the ticket, and as they sort of punch it, after they punch the eighth mm -hmm. thing, the ticket sort of loses its sort of golden glow. Becomes sort of slightly duller in color, but still a beautiful memento. Mm. And they will get you situated. Now, a couple of, of groups are be a couple of people are beginning to make their way in, but you guys are some of the earliest ones to uh, sort of climb in. There are a number of different colored snails, each one with a different colored shell. 
There's a pink one, a blue one, a purple one, a green one, a yellow, an orange, a red, and a black one. That's a lot, That's of, a lot colors. of colors. Um, Here's a color, and I'll tell you what its name is. What colors are there again? Yeah. There is pink, blue, purple, green, yellow, orange, red, and black. I'll take pink with my emotional support log. Uh, pink is named Shelly Moo. Shelly Moo? Shelly Moo. Shelly Moo. Shelly Moo. Uh, Shelly Moo. And who is Team Philo and Froggy? Froggy, what color should we go with? Um, I look at the gummy worms. What color are the gummy worms? Ah, <laughs> oh. Philo, you you are able to see color. What color are the gummy worms? Let's go with pink. Pink is already taken. Oh, here <laughs> I'm the pink one. But the gummy worms are pink. Blue. <laughs> so it's like you look at the pink gummy worms. You look over at the pink snail. And you just say blue? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, this guy... Let's go with the blue one. one. Yeah. This one is named Nimblefoot. <laughs> I mean, it has a foot, right? You see that they also pull out two additional snails. They bring out uh, one, which is named Power Flash, which is yellow. No, no. They actually bring out the purple one named High Road. And they bring out the red one named Breakneck. And they begin sort of lining them up. And like they've got like little saddles, like little pillows on top of them, and like little notches hanging off the, the, the pillows where you can rest your feet, kind of curling them up a little bit. The uh the snails themselves, like around their eye socks, like you know how like horses have like the sort of blinders that keep their vision straight? Mm -hmm. Well, rather yeah. than that, because the snails have long eye stalks, they actually have like these sort of flasks that go over the base of them like helmets that the eye stalks extend out of that are like armored helmets on the front of them that connect to the reins. So if you pulled on the reins, you'd be pulling back on the head of the snail. You also see that a couple of the carnival workers, actually you'd see Tor carrying a bucket of what is called Slick Quick, but it's like Slick, like S-L-I-K-K-W-I-K. And are currently... You see Taurus, like, brushing them on the bottom of the snails. And you begin to see, like, the bottom of the snails beginning to vibrate. Revving <laughs> 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 up the snails. You see a that very different market for that. <laughs> as the snails seem to almost sort of beginning to vibrate above the ground, sort of creating a layer of a uh, sort of bubbling foam uh, between them and the ground. Oh, man. They're revving up the snails. Better hang on tight. And you begin to hear like the sound of. Okay. <laughs> I'm just you see the red. My... <laughs> I'm just Blue... gonna stick my tongue to one of the snails. So yeah, you like go ahead snail. and like as an extra safety precaution because there aren't really any seatbelts on here. Uh, you see, uh, the one, the blue one that you guys are on, uh, begins to sort of like rev really loud, like. Shelly Moo is a little little bit more chill. It's just like a And as all of you are being together, you see that there are a couple of pixies that seem to like be in the process of like pouring some what looks like black powder into a piece of paper and like jamming it down into like a cannon and then pulling out like a colorful rocket and like kind of like pulling out a rubber mallet and smack, 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 getting it in there. Uh, as they seem to be loading a firework into a mortar. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. And then you hear things. the voice. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. 
Welcome to the 54th race today here at the Witchlight Carnival. May I say that it is a pleasure to be in Kinsas. You can hear like there's like a cheer from like the 13 people in the grandstand. That's right. We are having our final race before sundown. And we have four fine competitors bringing out some of the beefiest boys in town. <laughs> All right, folks. Begin revving your snails. All right, Nimblefoot. <laughs> you know what to do. How do you light this thing? You go. Go, Shelly Moo. As go. all of you may already know, the goal is to travel 480 feet as quick as you can. A fast snail requires a good jockey. Have any trouble by that? I'll let you say that uh, may not make the finals. So... Are we ready to rumble? Wait, how do you ride a snail? Let's go! And then there's just like a... And with that, the snails get spooked and they begin running. Uh, and when the snails move across the ground, it's like a serious uh, lapse of inertia. And uh, yeah, we are going to go ahead and need the drivers who are in this case going to be Amanda and Philo to make a an animal handling check. Oh boy. I'm going to go ahead and make one for the goblin. 15. And the young boy in tiger face paint who is, or, or displacer beast face paint who is uh, riding the red snail in his case. At a 16. 16 and Amanda? 15. All right, you make your way. Um, you got 15 and you got an 18? 16. 16, all right. Both of you uh, begin taking off and within six seconds, you both end up traveling 90 feet and you begin making your wow. way up, approaching like the first bend. Uh, as you begin to approach, you see like the, the purple snail high road seems to kind of be taking their time. Uh, it would appear that they are traveling uh, sort of only about 60 feet that round. And you see the the really fast snail, as the two of you are beginning to round the corner, actually takes like the outside circuit. And you see like the snail actually goes and like hops onto like the wall of the thing. Freaking what? The kid in the tiger, in, the, in like the cat face paint rolled a natural 20. Oh. And he, wow. and he gets about 10 feet ahead of all of you as he begins sort of outtaking the turn. Literally, like, the inertia of the snail allowing him to sort of rush along the walls where all the sponsors are. What? Damn. I'm going to have a round of animal handling. All right. I'm not getting this lucky again. Oh. Never mind, I am. That's 19. We got a three. Oh, no. Oh, no. The kid makes it that time, and the other kid uh, does fine as well. Um, this young girl who's like having trouble a little bit, High Road begins sort of like speeding up a little bit, kind of moves a little bit into the lead. But Amanda, like, uh, and what did you roll, Philo? He rolled a three. A three. <laughs> as you are beginning to go, it's like a thing, like, as like it picks itself up, like this kid, like, actually, like, he bumped into uh, the shell of oh, your no! snail. In the process of like getting onto the side, and you find yourself sort of swerving, um, and it's beginning to sort of send you back, and you fall to the back as uh, the, the 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 goblin girl uh, sort of pulls herself a little bit ahead of you, and it's like right on the tail of Amanda, 
but then Amanda kind of begins to sort of like, you kind of like begin pulling the lane, the reins. What do you say to the snail? You get him, girl. Uh, as you go I ahead. I know the snail's gender. It's fine. <laughs> uh, boy snails can wear pink. Uh, as you uh, end up encouraging the snail, you see like it begins pushing ahead until you are neck at neck with this uh, this 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 elven boy, who uh, you're riding along. As you made you have finished like the first bend and you're beginning the, the sort of like long track before you reach the next bend. It's like a mm -hmm. you're doing a clockwise circle, uh, actually mm -hmm. counterclockwise circle we'll say. Uh, so as like you are making your way around, uh, turn left simulator. Um, Amanda, may I him. make a suggestion? Hmm? Throw me in front of the other snail. Oh, proto <laughs> protocol droid is coming out. <laughs> <laughs> Just give me a good old chucking. Alright then, we're gonna go I'm to gonna another round. That. And Amanda, I... now, Amanda has now unlocked the action toss, which is going to be this is going to be going to be an athletics check to eat the log. <laughs> oh god! But it's I not going to be high DC, so I'll say. But you okay. could attempt it, or you could attempt another animal handling check and continue to keep loggy in your key items. <laughs> before before the boy can get too far away, I'm going to chuck the log. All right. Uh, in that case, uh, the rest of you go ahead and make animal handling checks. Go ahead and make a. Athletics check as you are literally like riding and you just like here on your back or in your lap. Emotional support log. <laughs> Use me as a weapon. All right, we got a ten for the <laughs> animal. Handling. And uh, is that a seventeen. Oh, okay. Seventeen minus one is sixteen. <laughs> I'm gonna give him disadvantage on his check now. I'm gonna re-roll it and see if I get lower, which I definitely do. Oh. Um. Alright then, uh, so what did you roll, uh, Philo? I got a 10 on the animal handling check. You are, you are significantly this. struggling, but so is she. Uh, so as you kind of begin sort of like pulling backwards, you kind of are still struggling to strain yourself out. But you see that she's kind of like drifting onto the outside turn. Um, and uh, as you are beginning to kind of have a little bit of trouble, you actually see like she's like slowing down a little bit. And she like puts herself next to you and she helps straighten your snail out. Nice. Thank you! You're gonna have advantage on the next check, and she says, It's okay! Good luck! As, like, winds whistling through your hair. <laughs> on the back of the snail. Alright then. Alright, um, we're not out of this yet! Go Hi. ahead and, uh, roll me another, uh, animal handling check from both of you. Uh, as, uh, it would appear now that this kid is having trouble. As you have tossed the log out in front of him, it looks like he was beginning to kind of push ahead a little bit. But now, like, as you threw Loggy underneath, the log is half underneath the snail, and it's causing the snail to sort of lose some traction, we'll say. Because apparently like, snails have traction. I yeah. would like to use my uh, ability underfoot. Okay, then. <laughs> uh, so what does it require the snail to do? So as an action, when a creature in my path crosses where I am at and they're unaware of my sentience, I can force them to make a DC 12 dexterity saving throw or fall prone. Uh, DC 12 <laughs> dex save from the giant snail. Um, how dexterous are these? I mean, they're pretty fast. They're pretty fast. They're fast, but are they dexterous? But they have a minus four. So based on what I rolled on the die, that would make that a minus one. 
Oh. I just fucking ruined the snail's career. They're gonna have to take him to the it's glue like... factory after this. Oh no! <laughs> to take the book of. Uh, to take a, a book no, out. It's the quick slick factory. To take, to take a. a... <laughs> They're just racing on the ground up snails. I will say, like, on like, the back of each of these snails, there is, like, a, a sponsor sticker that does say slick quick. <laughs> no. Sort of, like, spray painted on there. Um, but no, career. seriously, uh, to take a, a a page out of the book of uh, of another indie podcast I've been listening to, uh, like in the first Cars movie, <laughs> <laughs> it like it just immediately the snail just it's like almost as if it, like it's going and then time just goes and log you when you were getting dragged on the ground for a second and you like twisted yourself down and dug down enough you sent the snail up. And you two are like flying in the air at the moment. And, this is uh, the exciting. The is like flipping right now and is about to start. <laughs> <laughs> All right then. That um, was genius. Oh Amanda, God. what did you roll for your animal handling? I got distracted. I still need to roll. No, that. no, no. We all, I think, got a little distracted. Eleven. <laughs> uh, this is like the county fair right now. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Philo? Even with the advantage, I only got 11. Uh, 11. I'm rolling terrible. Let's hope I don't turn out to be Annie. Well, this girl also gets to racing. You are all drifting behind a little bit. And Amanda, remind me what you rolled. 11. 11? Okay. Well, all of you are fortunately sort of trying to sort of push yourself off to the center of the track. As this goblin boy just kind of like ejects from his snail and you just begin to see like chunks of the mud in the earth sort of driven upwards as a snail like flips upside down and like after it impacts the first time it just pops into the shell to protect itself and it like a runaway tire you see like members of the crowd like in the grandstands like because you were traveling like a straight track down there's like people over there who are like beginning to like pick up their belongings and there's like a kid like who like tries to pick up their cotton candy but the mom just grabs them by the hand and just kind of runs away with them because they're like trying to reach the candy. <laughs> and as you go flying, uh, as, as all of, as they, they begin evacuating, uh, everyone give me another animal handling check as Loggy, you <clears throat> land on the back of the saddle where Amanda is sitting. Oh, wow. An agent of chaos. Dang. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like looking backwards now, too. They're gaining on us. Let's get the heck out of here. All right, then. Um, Can I ask a question? Yeah, Tor. Where am I at this point? You're just standing in like the middle, the middle field. <laughs> like currently in the process of uh, pressurizing the quick, the, the quick slick buckets. <laughs> <laughs> just pumping it full of air so like the next time they need it it will just be like pressurized and who's and you can use a little hose like it's you're cleaning cleaning a pool okay i mean you're watching this just as you're like pumping it's very quickly it's pumped. an awful job by the way this quick slick stuff smells terrible yeah i want to try to get away from it as soon as possible so whenever i can like, if I'm able to quickly, like, pump that up, can I try to make my way back to the track before... Are you asking if there's a distraction that gives you cover to try to... Yes. Yeah, you absolutely have the cover to do that. <laughs> All right. As, like, the kid, too, like, ends up, like, flying and landing, like, face first in the, in the mud. Um, all right, uh, as you, like, rush up to, like, see, like, what's happening, 
Um, give me, uh, did, did you guys just roll another round of checks? Yes, I got an 18. Got a 16. Nice. Uh, don't gotta roll for the Goblin Kid anymore. Um, <laughs> so you rolled a 16, Philo? Yes. So you and the girl have begun sort of making gowns on Amanda, but Amanda is just sort of going really fast at the moment. Like, you actually see, like, one of <laughs> the divots that's been carved by this, this out-of-control red snail. Uh, you see Amanda actually, like, ends up going into the groove, and the snail actually catches some air as it pops out of the groove. <laughs> In uh, fact, I'm going to require uh, Amanda to roll me a dexterity saving throw. Oh, no. Oh, no. At least my dexterity you is roll okay. It to see if you can, like, turn the snail in time. To not All right. cause a problem with the wall. A 10. A 10. With a 10, you don't end up crashing through the wall in the same process, but you do see, like, the planks of wood and the and the benches and stuff. The snail ends up bouncing out and just kind of puncturing a snail shell-shaped hole into the grandstand. <laughs> Am as, I out like, of the race? As the kid uh, knocks in there, but you manage to, like, what happens is you turn, but you're, like, scraping the edge of your snail shell against the side of the grandstand. And even though uh -huh. the shell's made of, like, you know... Uh, like like chitin and the grandstands made out of like wood. There are still like sparks flying, but you do lose ground. Uh, I'm going to have you sort of fall back 40 feet. Mm -hmm. um, as uh, I'm gonna need everyone to roll me another animal handling check. After this, there will be one more. All right. I can I try mm -hmm. if I'm close enough to the stands. Can I try to use a rabbit hop to hop onto one of the snails? Uh, which one are you trying to hop onto? Whichever is closest, I guess. But if uh, possible, one of the ones that one of my friends aren't on. Uh, there's the girl's one. The other one has gone careening out of bounds. So. Yeah, that one's <laughs> out of the race. But yeah, so then this third one, the one that's... Yeah, that one's gonna need to go to the snail doctor after this. Um... <laughs> uh, I, I open my mouth and words come out. Um, <laughs> as you... Uh, begin making your way over. Yeah, just go ahead and roll me, roll me, you're using your rabbit hop, but go ahead and just roll me, uh, is it an athletics check with advantage, we'll say? Okay. Or no, acrobatics with advantage. Okay, that's better. Uh, meanwhile, Philo, what did you roll? A 15. Amanda? 12. For the girl? Philo, you begin to overtake, uh, the girl. And here's the thing is, like, as the two of you are rushing by, it's like the one goblin kid is like pulling his face out of the mud. He's got he's a bit of a punk looking kid. Goblin. Uh you begin he just like pick himself up and like he, he careens to one side as one snail races and then he rolls to the other side as like mud just sprays past him as like you literally go vroom, vroom, to his right and then his left. Um but then you see that uh Tor uh, you, you go ahead and jump on the one that's moving a little bit slower as it's about to round the bend. It looks like she's intentionally slowing down, so not to, like, lose control the same way Amanda did on this turn. Uh, you manage to, like, hop on the back, and, and the young girl's like, uh, uh, do you know how to drive snails? Mm. Uh, and I'll be like, I've, I've, I've seen it enough. She hands you the reins. <laughs> Alright, I need all of you to go ahead and roll me an animal handling check. All right. Amanda is go. currently. What did you roll again, Amanda? I rolled a twelve a last 12. time. Rolled. All right. So you are still in the lead, but barely. It's coming right. very neck to neck between you and Phyla right now, but Tor still has a chance to sort of take the lead, depending on what happens here. Got an eleven. I rolled a twelve. Twelve, eleven, 18. and eighteen. 
Yeah. I want Ooh. Philo and Tor to both roll me a d12. Okay. Well. Oh. Oh boy. Because Amanda, you managed to take the lead. You're going to come in first, but who comes in second is going to be a photo finish. I'm an eight. Oh. Eight. Tor. A ten. Oh, Philo, you are about to take the lead, but you see as Tor like snaps the rain. You've ridden snails like since you started coming to the carnival. You've 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 polished more than enough of these things. Snail babies. lord. That you go ahead and you stroke the shell of High Road. And what do you say to High Road? Giddy up! Yeah! And as you snap the reins, uh, Philo, you're like beginning to make your way there and Ostrock is like on your shoulder and you look and it literally is like the eye stalks just bend down and cross the finish line first. Oh, uh, after Amanda no. has already sort of zoomed past sort of carving away through and breaking the ribbon. Uh, you come literally like a second and a half later. Nice. And you hear the, the tiny little mouse person say, Well then, folks, it looks like we have a winner. Shelly Moo takes the crown again, following by a nearly photo finish. Hold on one second. We are getting the reports in. It would appear that High Road has overtaken Nimblefoot. And a stunning change of conclusion. It looks like we had a last moment change of riders. Let's give them all a hand. Come on, bring out the medals, bring out the medal. That was most impressive to see what had happened with Breakneck. Uh, but we are getting word that both the participant and the snail will be okay with a night of rest. I can I assure you up, folks I that no snails have, I can assure you that no snails have been harmed during the production of this event. Thank you so much. Have a great time at Witchlight Carnival. See you next time. I hold up Hobbs triumphantly. <laughs> and I let and I let him have the medal. And yeah, Aww. as you see like uh, the little pixie like comes in and they start playing like uh, whatever the royalty free equivalent of we are the champions are. Uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, Amanda, you get like a, a kind of a golden colored medal uh, or they would put it on Loggy. So you have like a little gold medal now, Philo. Uh, you get the bronze one, and uh, the little girl like looks at you. You tore. Do you, do you let her have the medal? Or yeah, you... I do. Yeah, and she gets the little silver medal, and like all like all three teams like are standing there, and then there's just like the kid too, who gets like a little 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 wooden statue of a cup. <laughs> Participation award. <laughs> yeah, it, it literally says on the cup, "Was there?" Was. <laughs> <laughs> And you see that they are already in the process of like, you see like there's like a bunch of pixies right now scratching their chins. Well, you see like first thing they do is they start rolling the snail out of, there's like a team of four goblins that begin rolling the snail out of the grandstand where it had crashed. <laughs> and then uh, you see like they're currently like in the process of inspecting the damage. Like how do we fix this before our bosses find out? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you have officially raced the snails. Woo! Nice. That was a blast. Tori's gonna like excitedly like bound up to the others and be like, "Wasn't that great? Yeah, that was amazing! Yeah. That was a good move with the eye socks." <laughs> yeah, I, I I know a little bit of of, of of you know tips and tricks for these snails when you're around you know carnival games and stuff so often. You get to know the little things. Um. Amanda, 
They do give you, though, in addition to, like, the little metal that gets put on Loggy, they do, uh, you see a little pixie, like, hand you a little potion mm -hmm. for you to tuck away in your pocket. What is you can this give do? yourself a potion of advantage. Ooh. Ooh. Does it only work at the carnival? Or do I get to keep nope, that? you get to keep that added to your inventory. Oh, man. Ooh. What's more is, uh, the rest of you, basically the three of you, um, but, uh, we'll get a small little wand that you will be explained, has like a little tag on it that lets you cast dancing lights one time. And then once you use it, it will turn into a flower. Thank you. Oh, it's all right, man. You know what? Yeah, yeah, it's pretty good moves out there. Honestly, my money was going to be put on you, but you know, don't tell anyone because we're not really supposed to bet for these things. <laughs> well, thanks. <laughs> I've never ridden a snail before. Oh, I can tell that. I can tell that. <laughs> never ridden a snail before either. So yeah, more experience than I ever did. Oh All my right. gosh. Anyway, good luck with puberty. <laughs> what? Uh, okay, then. And you make your way out. And yeah. All right. You find that it is growing Woo! late. And uh, Tora, you know that it is going to basically be only like another hour before uh, the sort of final event, which is the crowning of the Witchlight Monarch. Where is that going to be? You were asking about the deck the the uh the funhouse area and you heard a couple of them kind of mention it a little bit too it is kind of getting late there you imagine they're probably not overly staffed or overly busy you think you may know a way in through the back you did want to try to sneak them in there but it's up to you if you disclose that information. yeah i will i'll be like hey you guys want to do something fun yeah yeah oh we're fun not a lot of time left let's go and like I'll like eagerly start pounding away. You're late. You're late for a very important date. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh. Um. Yeah. You know, I start hopping after him. Yes. Bouncing, bouncing, bouncing. We got someone carrying, carrying Hobbs. Yeah, you see I'll that carry there Hobbs. Is a glass cabinet that stands near the entrance of a tent. And as you like approach it. You see that there are a couple of like halfling like teenagers, probably like 16 or 17 years old, that are like holding hands with each other. And like the both of them look like really giddy. Like they are like m madly in teenage love right now. Like I know you're all like preteens right now and you're like, ew, gross. Um, but but it is quite obvious that they are as they're like holding hands, sort of canoodling next to each other, like rubbing shoulders, snuggling. Uh, she's got her head on his his shoulder. The two of them seem to like walk in through the front. You see that there is a young a young fairy with uh, sort of dove wings that uh, seems to speak aloud. any of that yeah no <laughs> yeah very fast talker uh, i um, only understood one ticket for party but we also ran out of tickets we did yeah run fun. so i'm gonna like kind of like motion to the others just like follow me around to the back all right and you look and you see like there's like a little area that like the stakes come loose a little bit in that you can lift the stake up and kind of shepherd everyone inside all right kind of duck my hat pony hat under <laughs> your hat all right then. As you make your way inside, you see that uh, yeah, 
So like the tent itself to describe it a little bit, it's like a large tent painted with like a mural of like shifting images that show like grinning fairies diving into pools of color. This uh this sort of tent's canopy rotates into spirals and you can see like the whole display seems to befuddle onlookers. And as you kind of make your way past the sort of pixie at the front and you slip underneath, you come into like an entire kind of disorienting hall. It's like the pattern on the walls is like intentionally like curvy in a way that like makes you feel like out of proportion or like the stripes widen at the bottom. That makes it feel like the ceiling's like much further away in like one corner and like much closer than the other, even though the geometry on the outside indicated that it's like a very square building. Um, and it's like a, a long sort of hall that you're pushing through. Yeah, you look through a couple of the mirrors. Amanda, you know, like you mm -hmm. look inside of one of the mirrors and you see what almost to be like an older version of yourself wearing sort of like a trench coat and a trilby. Mm -hmm. And even though you seem to be kind of having like a loose smile on your face, this figure doesn't exactly seem to have a big smile on their face. Loggy, you look inside of like one like really tall one that seems to sort of stretch you really, really, really tall and wiggly like a, a funhouse mirror. I'm a long log. Hmm. Oh. Check out this one. I think you got the voice change around a little bit, but yeah. Oh, do I? <laughs> it worked with the voice. Check, check, check. Oh, there we go. Sorry. Press no, the no, no, that was wonderful. That's good. You're good. Uh, as you begin sort of looking through the sort of hall. Uh, you see, like, the two kids seem to be wandering in front of, like, a glass cabinet. And, like, what are you guys, like, enjoying about the sort of funhouse area? What's Ostrock doing in there? Um, what's, uh, what's, what's Hobbs feeling? Saying? Is there, like, a hall of mirrors section where there's just, like, 70 billion of me? Mm -hmm. I'm probably just running around there. <laughs> you probably, like, went into, like, a room that's, like, a Da Vinci-style room that has, like, mirrors <laughs> on, like, eight sides. Yeah, I'm just, like, bumping into myself in the walls. Yeah, <laughs> like... and, like, and you, like, go in there and you forget, like, which one's the way out. <laughs> and you're starting to get a little, oh. you're starting to get a little stressed, especially <laughs> with, like, how fast your heart is beating. Mm. All the sugar. Mm. I think for Hobbs, the uh, experience is a little existential in the way that when they, they're walking through this hall of mirrors, it, it just looks like a forest has been cut down. Because they just look around and there's just stumps in the ground everywhere. And uh, <laughs> it is a little existential for them. Like you're looking at yourself and it looks like a forest of stumps. Yeah, yeah. yeah like across the infinite plane. Because I will say, like, any logs. trees that were here seem to have magically just walked away when they yeah. were sitting at the carnival. <laughs> so they didn't cut down any trees. Yeah. Um, that's information you don't have, but yeah, there wouldn't be any stumps on the ground. But yes, you do kind of like go into like the same room as Ostrog, <laughs> and you just look around and there's just stumps. Stumps everywhere. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm getting dizzy. Uh, you're like looking at like one, which is like a rotating like mirror that causes you to sort of like spread and <laughs> you're just like staring at it. Uh, Tor, you? I mean, because I've like been in here pretty often, that's not what's like interesting to me. I was like more enchanted just by like the fact, that, you know, hanging out with other carnival goers and, you know, enjoying the time of being with them. And so Tor is going to be, you know, like letting out his energy by like dancing between the mirrors and kind of like bouncing back and forth between their, his comrades. You see there's like 
in like, cause there's like two parts of here. There's like a main entrance area, which has like its own sort of like list of like mirrors, like a tutorial area, if you will. <laughs> and then there's just like the big long area behind it that you're in that's a little bit darker. Lit more by like, there's like jars of fireflies hanging around with like holes cut in the top. Mm. And all of you are uh, sort of looking around here as yeah. the man, as, the, as the, like the teenage couple like seems to be like walking in a little bit and like the, uh, the, the boy, like, in, is, like, holding the girl and is, like, trying to, like, get her to, like, stand off to the side. They looks like, you know, uh, they clock you a little bit, but you don't seem... You, you're, like, you're, you're your own microcosm in that corner of this hallway. And uh, they seem to sort of, like, be doing, and he begins, like, speaking towards her. And he says, Queen, since, since, since I first met you... Um, since you first invited me onto your father's farm and starts like going into like this whole thing it's like he's like talking with her you see uh behind them uh, a wooden mannequin of a grinning raven-haired young woman wearing witch's attire with like a big like witch hat um and a green flowing cape sort of behind her inside of a glass cabinet and you know he's like kind of like that's kind of like what she's standing there as like you see like he's kind of like talking to her and he like drops to one knee um, is any of you, I, I think Ostrock and Hobbs is a little bit distracted right now, but are any of the rest of you kind of paying attention to that from like afar, 30 feet away or so? Probably yeah, like, moving I, around, yeah. I'd say like it was kind of like I was spent a little bit like uncomfortably long staring in my, at myself in that mirror, and then I kind of distract myself by looking over at what's going on there. You see that as uh, he begins speaking, I, I don't exactly have much coin or much gem for myself. If I was a jeweler, I would cut my own rocks, but please, Ween, would you do me, Reuben, the honor of accepting my proposition? As he, like, opens it up, revealing inside of, uh, this box, a ring with a beautiful gemstone sort of, like, planted at the end of it that causes like a little bit of glint of where you are and as she's like looking at it and putting her hands on her heart she takes a step back and just begins laughing she just begins oh. cackling and laughing until she like falls to one knee and Ruben is just like looking at her and he just it's just like trying to think and she's just like looking down at the ground laughing and heaving like she just heard the funniest joke ever and he just begins sobbing and he just throws the uh, ring to the ground and like runs through oh, like no. a sort of side curtain. Oh no. As like the woman is just still like laughing on the ground. Do any of you approach at this point? The woman or? Yeah, I think so. Because roll you me, know. Roll, roll me an insight check tour. All right. Especially and, because and, you know, anyone, with me. Yeah, and, and someone me. else can roll insight. Is anyone proficient in insight? Oh, um, I am, but I'm kind of oh. distracted. Fair enough. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm not, I'm, I have terrible wisdom. I, I am proficient in insight. Um, do I just uh, do it? So do I do it based on because this is the child's dad's? Just just roll me just roll me an insight check. Just on my normal sheet. On uh, yeah no on like the the just it's gonna be just a straight wisdom check for you then. Okay. For for the kids stats. Okay. In that case, I keep rolling crap. That's eight. Um. Yeah, but you're, I do definitely want to help. Sure what's going on? But yeah, you, well, you, do do any of you approach the this, woman? I want to well, actually go at... after the guy. Okay. Well, you're go... can I come over? Yeah, like the two of you have found your way out of the maze at the moment. Uh, um, who are you going? Looking for? at the situation, that looks a little bit interesting. I point at the mannequin. 
you look at the mannequin and you see there is a sort of caption above it that says Tasha the wizard known for her hideous laughter and she seems to be pointing a wand in currently in the direction like the mannequin is just like frozen as though she's hold, always holding a wand in the direction of the teenage girl that's why go get the guy yeah i'm going after the guy do you do you, do you go approach the, do does either uh the asterisk do you do you, do you look at the cabinet at all once you make your way out of the maze of chaos or philo or anyone get close to her I'm still scooped up under Amanda's arm. Yeah, yeah. Actually, Amanda, you got close. Oh, no, I let him go. Yeah, okay, you said, yeah, I was going to say, like, you were running around with Astrek, I believe. Yeah. Um, Amanda, actually, I I need you to roll me a a wisdom saving throw as well. Ah, okay. As you get close to this cabinet. Eleven? Eleven, you two fall to one knee and just begin cackling the same way that this woman began doing. But then she, like, opens her eyes, and she says, like, Ween? Ween? And she begins to, like, kind of look in, like, the front area as uh, you have just followed one knee and have cracked uh, how the long, how, as you have been I, affected by Natasha's way... hideous laughter spell. Is there any way for me to stop? I mean, after, like, a few seconds of this, like, probably, like, your save, we'll say, like, you save after, like, 30 seconds or mm-hmm. so. Yeah, you you were affected by Natasha's hideous laughter spell. Um... If she got under the spell, does that mean... That that caused the other lady to stop, or did she just stop eventually? It eventually happened. It affected her independently. Okay. And Tor, I think, like, you think you remember now about this exhibit. Yeah, okay. It's meant to be, like, a sort of bit of a gag, but now you're beginning to see, like, how the events kind of lined up, and you are, like, going into, like, the... This this room isn't really meant for staff. This is just more of literally a mirror storage that they have. Is this what a guy went into? That's where he went into. Oh, okay. So, like, it says, like, staff only, so. He'd been looking around, and the reason why she didn't go in there is because she didn't see that. She was incapacitated at the time it was, from the spell. It was it was really bad timing. Um, and there's, like, yeah, the let's ring find your the guy in the box. Yeah, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna try to sneaky, like, grab the box so she doesn't see, so I can try to pass it back to him. Um, as you are walking forward, Tora, you kind of, like, accidentally, like, stub your toe on something, and you see that, uh, Hobbs is underfoot. <laughs> Hello. Hobbs. Hello. Um, I'll, I'll just pick him up instinctively because he shouldn't be here. I don't know why he's here, but I'll just take him with me. Philo, do you Hold know me him? like a football. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't believe I know what a football is, but I believe you. So we'll say like, as you are picking up Hobbs, uh, Philo ends up making his way into the room first. Astrek, you're just bouncing around. Look at all your freaky self. <laughs> so wait, did, did I get one of those dancing lights wands? Yeah, you Just did. Wondering. Oh, okay. You want to you want to you want to shine in the hall of mirrors? Yeah. Just go lights <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> if anything, it looks like the night sky, like it's full of stars, Theo. And it is the most beautiful <laughs> thing that you have ever seen. All right, that that's what I was going for. <laughs> <laughs> And as, like, you are all, like, as you're standing there and kind of collecting yourself, and Amanda, you're still, like, laughing at this moment. Um, Philo. You begin looking deeper inside of here. Um, I want you to begin by rolling me a perception check, Philo. Alright. Eleven. Um, yeah. Looking inside of here... 
you don't immediately see what happened to this Reuben guy, this this kid who was trying to propose to uh, the girl, who has actually at this point like wandered outside to the fair uh, to look for her because Amanda wasn't able to really stop her in her state. And as uh, you're kind of wandering in here, uh, Hobbs and Tor, you can begin looking as well. Roll me a perception check. Okay. Each roll. Uh, I. Or just unless you would like to a... offer offer something, Tor, in exchange. As Tor is like, or beginning to like look around. Your call. Uh, I will say that uh, I rolled a one. Uh, plus four, which is five. Right, um, so my uh, my my eyes are probably facing like inwards towards Tor's yeah, armpit. You just got you just oh. Tor's hip. And Tor, just, like, what did you roll? Blinded. Yeah, I rolled a four, so that's not better. Philo, roll me another check. Sixteen. You hear like a little bit of sound, in like the far corner. And may I mention, like as you're looking through here, it is just piles of mirrors. Some of them are just like, some of them have like the mirrors have fallen out of the frame. Some of them are like broken. Some of them are just like in storage at the moment. Some of them are like bent weird. Some of them are like dirty and grimy. And you hear like maybe a little bit of movement as uh, the two of them seem to be sort of sweeping a different corner. And you have hey. like a direction and you're beginning to look, but yeah, it's a really big room. It are you is... back here? Hello? All right then, as you're looking in, I need uh. I want uh, the four of you to go ahead and roll me a perception check again. Uh, the two of you are struggling a little bit. If you would like to offer something, Hobbs, any one of your abilities, you may. That's seven. I rolled a ten. That's a bit better. I have the uh, the action footstool as an action when a creature climbs. They can make a skill check, whether it's strength or wisdom, and you give them advantage on that roll. You can roll again, Tor, as uh, Hobbs offers for you to stand on top of them. Amazing. What a champ. Please, step on me. It's okay. <laughs> oh, that's nice. a nat 20. <laughs> yes. You most certainly, like, see, like, and, and, like, as you rise above the chaos of all these broken mirrors, and there's, there's like, a lot of chairs in here, too. A lot of chairs. Um, You hear, you see, like, a little bit of movement as you see Philo's kind of making their way in that direction. Amanda, what did you roll again? Oh, I thought I was still laughing. Here. Uh, Perception? Yeah, this is like after this. This is the third check. Got it. 14. 14. Um, yeah, you are still a little bit lost. Tor has like a bit of a bead, but they're like on the far side of this like storage tent. As you're making your way over Philo, Philo, you hear a little bit of sound of like, let me just, uh, you hear you hear his voice like, you, you 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 can you can fix that about me um yes yes any anything i i don't want to be humiliated like that ever again i i want to i want to be someone worth loving and philo as you step with around the corner you see as the young the the teenage halfling boy ends up like he it's like you catch him like as he's like looked in your direction but like he doesn't clock you as he like looks the other direction as like a hand seems to sort of be extending from the mirror that he's standing in front of this beautiful ornate mirror and it grabs his hand 
and leads him through as he steps within the mirror like a rippling reflection. Hey, wait, wait, wait! And by the time you say that, like, his foot is already, like, like, it, like, uh, his foot's, like, already drawn through. It, like, hesitates for a second, but then it keeps going. And then when it, like, ripples for a second, you run up to the mirror to look inside. Yeah. You see your own reflection, but directly behind you, you see a girl wearing a dress with skin blue and clammy, holding a very large lollipop with a massive fanged chunk taken out of it, and a pig's mask, of which her tongue is just lolling out the bottom of. And she seems to carry herself with a posture that does not quite seem right for a living creature. Uh... And she, like, just kind of curls into a wicked grin. Where did he go? And she just turns and fades away in the reflection. Uh, Like, she was, like, standing right over your shoulder. I flip around. And, yeah, as you go to flip, uh, you see uh, the rest of your companions, short of Ostrock, pushing their way through. Uh, well, I found him. He's, He's in the mirror. Oh. 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 Uh. Can I like knock on the mirror? Uh, yeah, you tap on the mirror and it just lets out like a kind of a, a glassy tink, tink, tink. So can all of us see the, the stranger in the mirror? No, she faded away. Only Phyla saw her. I'm telling you, I saw what I saw. <laughs> 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 can I look behind the mirror like an idiot yeah um, roll me a perception check 11 um, as you look within you begin sort of inspecting the outside you see like around the frame of this mirror are sort of like pretty like images of sort of like mountains and fields and swamps but uh as you sort of inspect it a teensy bit further it seems to just be a a very ornate silver mirror tall though an oval Isla's like pulling his hair out he's like I don't know it was that creepy blue girl with the pig mask? I wouldn't have seen her before, would I? No. Y'all roll me, roll me, roll me just a straight wisdom check for her. Okay. Uh, 14. Something seems strange. There's like almost like a bead of like, like the same way like maybe someone like loosely described like a ghost story to you. But you, you you don't recall from where. Like one of those like things like hauntings at the carnival or something like that. But it seems like something that would fit there. It's not like you remember someone telling you about that, but that just kind of gives you like the heebie-jeebie vibes from what time you've spent here. Right. Like maybe you heard someone talking about like there are strange, strange things that wander here sometimes. In that case, I'm going to step back nervously from the mirror, but then take a look at around in the area and different areas of it. Yeah. You like can you the mirror can like rotate on itself, so like you look at the back and it doesn't seem to really be anything, so you just kinda like let it drop down. Amanda, you're there. Mm-hmm. Philo. 
Hobbs. Oh dear. Look around, try to find something, everyone. This is this, this could be bad. Uh yeah, I'll investigate the area and see if I can find anything that could be helpful. Sure. Go ahead and roll me an investigation check. If you're not proficient Anyone. already, okay. I am proficient with it I was right now. Say, if you weren't, you, should, you definitely would. Like, as you're looking down, you can, like, see, like, the dust in the footprints of uh, the sort of older halfling uh, leading to the mirror. And like Philo mentioned, it's like you... imagine. I'm imagining, like, you pull out, like, a little fake magnifying glass or something like that, and you peer <laughs> through it. And checking it out, it's it's it, it seems to corroborate his story. It's like this fellow had walked to the mirror and disappeared. I guess he went somewhere. I'm sure he'll be back. Right? Uh, I hey. don't know. This is too strange of a place. If something like this happens, it might be for good. Oh no. Can oh, no. I- sure. Uh, um, mm. um, um. I'm at a loss. Well, I don't know what to do. Um, you guys want to step outside? Getting a little stressed out. This is this place is weirding me out. I'm gonna get some sun, or at least whatever with sunset. I will say that like, it is very gloomy here right now, and like night had already fallen by the time like the snail race concluded. There was literally, like, lanterns above, like, on a racetrack, just sort of shining down. Ah, well, uh, guys, let's step outside. Let's just find a quiet spot, chill spot. Okay? Okay. My only suggestion is to chuck me at the window, at the mirror. I I think that might hurt you. But it might break the mirror. But, like... If it breaks with him inside... I swear I saw the blue girl outside of the mirror. Maybe we could try to ask anyone outside, any of the other staff, if they might know. Or set up a lure, set up a trap. (gasps) I will say, like, you do hear hearing the sounds of, like, toppling and not quite breaking glass, but, like, the sounds of things getting knocked over from the room you were just in. I I have a feeling there's not much that we can still do. I'd rather we leave before we see something else bad. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go grab our frog friend. Yeah. So as you get closer to the sounds of things getting knocked over and crashing, even then you probably do hear like the sound of maybe like one thing like breaking. Um, what's Ostrock doing in there? What's, what's the little froggy boy doing? Um, I will say that in the process, uh, another kid with like two bags of gummy worms came in and saw you bouncing around, screamed, ran, and dropped the two bags of gummy worms on the ground as they left. <laughs> oh, you know where I'm going. I'm following them gummy worms. <laughs> so like you're just stuffing them in your mouth as you're like leaping off of all the surfaces right now, like a ping pong ball. Yeah. Sugar high. And yeah, uh, like is the, is the dancing lights still on? Or yeah. Have they it's still going? It's still going. <laughs> I'm almost like trying to grab the lights you're like trying to grab them but like all the lights are going around and you just the pure euphoria around you uh, as you are just flying everywhere um and kind of like narrate like what does it look like as you're dancing like what did they see you do particularly um 
I don't know, you give a pretty good description. It's more just like I've got my arms outstretched and with each leap I'm just like diving toward a light and landing on a wall and going back some other way. Just, I, yeah. <laughs> it's at one point where you go to leap for a wall and there's just like a wooden like frame, like a post that you go flying at that's on the other side and all of you see as Astra smack his head against the spiller mm. and fall to the ground. No! Rocky! And it's just like a faint, there's just like a faint like squeaky toy smacking. squeak. It's just a, just, yeah, like a squeak. There's <laughs> just a squeak that comes out as he like falls to the ground. No! Oh no! Someone get him some orange slices. <laughs> Why do you say that? Because that's what you give people when they are injured. Have you been orange slices? I have no oranges. Okay. Well, um, um, I mean, I don't know where to find orange slices. Let's let's bring him outside first. I we should leave the fun house. This is not not it's not very fun anymore. You hear the sounds of like firework or the ringing up like a ding, 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 for eight times, indicating that the crowning of the Witchlight Monarch is about to beginning, and you are, you kind of need to be there. Like all the Let's carnival go. staff virtually needs to be there. Oh. Uh, for that, but also, this kid's hurt. I will say, like, Philo, at the very least, like, would know that there are, you know, the Gripply. They don't engage with, like, the townsfolk a whole lot, but they do kind of live in a sort of uh, spring. Not too far away from where you live. Okay. You think, like, maybe maybe you could probably take him there. You go check on him, and he just seems to be, like, out of it. But he does seem to be, like, a little bit dazed. And he's got, like, a gummy worm hanging out of his mouth. All right. You think, like, now. you think, like, maybe if you took him there, like, maybe they'd probably be able to pick him up? Yeah. Let's do that. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. But the question is, like, it's getting late. When does the carnival move? The carnival essentially will, will move overnight. Like, once the patrons go home. The question is, do you go to the, the crowning now, or do you... I think it's more speed and exit. Like, I don't know about the others, but personally for me, it's more important now because, you know, I've seen this thing a million times and right now I'm more worried about the well-being of my friend and whatever is going on. All right. Amanda really wants to see it because of uh, her experience earlier today. She thinks she might know who, who who it is, but at the same time, it's sort of a situation of the combination of seeing herself in the mirror and then this is starting to really weird her out and she is she's trying to find a chance to talk to Tor about it. Mm-hmm. I mean, like you and Tor can like have a little bit of a moment as like, you're kind of like the older kid that doesn't constantly seem to be struggling with the state of their body. Mm-hmm. Um... <laughs> So as uh, as uh, like Philo is like carrying both Astrock and or probably like Tor is probably holding uh, the frog. Yeah, that's and what I was thinking. Philo is holding holding Hobbs. Um, All right. You two can have like a moment to talk 
like as the two of them are off to the side talking about log stuff and orange slices. How does so, that work? <laughs> so, um, Tor, how long have you been working here? Uh, we've, uh, well, we haven't gone back to my home yet. So it hasn't been a full cycle of eight years. It's been less than that. It's hard to keep track of the time. That's that's fine. Because I was thinking, I saw myself in the mirror, and I didn't look too, too different. But I guess you had never seen anyone come back here after eight years before. I don't know if I will. Part of me, this is a little too much. I kind of want to leave it behind. Eight who do you think you're gonna? Who do you think you're gonna be when you're older? I can't say for sure. I don't really keep track of you know solid years, solid times, solid ideas of you know a solid image of what myself or other things might be at any point in time. I just go with the present and whatever happens. So I haven't really thought about it too much, but I would like well. to keep doing what I'm doing. I think. I'm not sure. Well, I swear, I'm not going to be what I saw in the mirror. I'm going to be fantastic. I'm going to go. I'm going to. I'm going to find my mom, like my real one, and it's going to be. It's going to be amazing. And I'm. I. I'm not going to be you, who I saw in the mirror because that person. That person just looks sad. Do you gesture with your. Your like journal that you carry on you. Mm-hmm. You realize that your journal is not in your back pocket. Uh, in fact, you actually feel into it and you feel like the hole that it was stuffed in had actually ripped wider. Oh. And the sort of pocketbook, the sort of uh, moleskin had fallen out at some point. Or was like smiling at Amanda's, you know, confidence in her, in her goals. But now like is noticing that she's starting to be distressed and like his brow wrinkles and he's like, what's up? I I lost my journal. Don't don't worry about it. It's it's small. It's small. Anyway. Oh. This place is this this nothing nothing against it. I, I really appreciate our time. I mean, you know, eight a whole cycle of this carnival going around is a long time and like you never know what 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 your present self is gonna be when it comes around again. So I, you know, I don't understand the idea of being like, you're, you're, you you know that you're not gonna come here because you really never know what it's gonna be down the line. Well, I know I won't be that. And I kind of point towards the fun house behind us. Let's get Froggy home. Okay, uh, guys, I, I think I- And then I vomit up gummy worms. <laughs> oh, just like a, it's just like a rainbow spray off to the side that's disgusting you notice that this is not the only pile of vomit in this thoroughfare though so mm. yeah lots lots of regurgitated candy and funnel cake here <laughs> that's pretty fair yeah well, welcome to New Jersey <laughs> New Jersey is the Feywild now anyway Tony I want to go uh, home. Dude, we're all getting pretty. Can't stop thinking about that mirror. Um, yeah, yeah. like what, what's Philo and uh, 
Hobbs talking about over there? About 20 feet away. Hobbs, I think I'm going to go back and check out that mirror. I can't stop thinking about it. I believe the others are leaving. If you go into the mirror, there's not much I can do to stop you. <laughs> oh, you can trip him. I will trip you. <laughs> <laughs> and that Good is luck. a threat. I need, I need to make my way back to the bridge. I have to wait for my mother. Uh, and I kind of like try to wiggle out of your arms. You just, he just begins like slipping out. Yeah. Just yeah. like a little the, jostle. His little unicorn hat begins to slip off. Oh no. Will you please fix nose. my horn? <laughs> yeah, I, I set him down. I straighten his horn. Here you go. Thank you, Philo. Good Would luck. you like to accompany... Would you like to well, accompany yeah. me to the bridge? Sure. All right, you see, I'll like, walk him to the bridge. you start walking in a direction and, like, finally, you have to, like, actually turn him around and lead him another way. <laughs> it's actually this way. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Amanda, Tor, Ostrock, uh, do you guys take a shortcut through the petting zoo? Yes. I mean, I don't want to get the others out of my sight. Same thing ends up happening before. And many deer escape <laughs> oh. this time into the carnival. Freedom. <laughs> Jubilation. <laughs> Look how they prance. There's um, a lot of deer now. Meanwhile, Austin and Philo, uh, yeah, uh, Hobbs and Philo, you begin making your way towards like the main gate. Do you say anything to like Amanda as you leave? Because it sounds like Philo, you're going to go to like near the bridge. You're going to like set him out near the front of the carnival. Just let him walk out through the ticketing stand. <laughs> and investigate the funhouse mirror yeah well everybody it's been really great spending the time in the carnival i'm gonna go wanna... uh, put loggy back here by the bridge he says he misses his mom but i don't want to leave you yet and i still want to meet your mom she is great if you find her tell her i'm on the bridge <laughs> I, I i i don't know how to find your mom she is very tall and has powerful arms. I'm, that could be a lot of people. It's a lot of people at the carnival, but... As you break off Philo and begin making your way to kind of conclude your sneaky kid investigations of the tent, you hear the sounds of commotion and cheering as everyone in the carnival has kind of congregated into the carnival, except for two bugbears who are now getting off of their break to go deal with the escaped petting deer. <laughs> uh, you know what, brother? I'm not sure the carnival life's for me. Anyway, as uh, you begin making your way out, um, we can even say... Philo, you drop him off, split him off. All the rest of you kind of make your way to the bridge and you depart. Uh, Hobbs on the bridge. What do you say, Hobbs? I will wait here for my mother. Can we wait here with you? If you wish. I can't do much to stop you if you do wait or not. <laughs> well, maybe just for a few minutes. I need to get home in time before my parents realize I'm gone. How long do you guys wait? Just like, I, 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 like, I just wait like five minutes. Yeah. And before sure. I leave, 
And before I leave, I ask Tor, hey, um, yeah, it's been a bit of a nuts day. Are you okay with hugs? I am. Can I give you one? Tor like immediately jumps into <laughs> one. Oh. <laughs> little little hug. flutter, little flutter wings. Little fluttering moth wings, and actually Amanda's like lifted like an inch off the ground as they flutter. <laughs> Aww. Very fuzzy. Um. Meanwhile, Hobbs, you are witness to this exchange of fleshy affection. <laughs> Hugs are the you... things that bind us as beings to one another and to things. That and nails. I want that on uh, a shirt. <laughs> as you begin picking yourself uh, up and a few minutes pass, Tor, you could probably wait for some time, but you imagine eventually you got to check in, otherwise you might lose your job. Yeah. Mr. Witch can be a bit of a stickler when it comes to that. And yeah. big man. At eventually point you leave, Amanda, you have uh you have the little froggy boy in in tow. Um Yeah. Yeah. I drop I him off at home. You you drop him off at like the lake that Philo described. You notice something about uh, him that he doesn't seem to have anymore. He kind of had like the silvery leaf around his neck, right? Mm-hmm. Greg? Mm-hmm. Uh, that leaf is not there anymore. Oh. Well, at least he still has his friendship bracelet, right? He does. Good. When, when did I get this? Well, like Amanda's where you home. get the bracelet? I, I can't remember. You remember? Well, you can remember that we had a lot of fun. Yeah, I remember that at least. And it's sparkly, oh. and it means oh. that there's people out there who care about you, okay? Oh. That's what it means. Oh, okay. Do you leave Tor and Hobbs behind on the bridge? Yeah. Alright. Well, you return, Froggy, back to the place that Philo described. You recognize... Yeah, by the time you got there, I have passed out. Yeah, Aww. he is sound asleep in a sugar coma. <laughs> he is like a kid who has had way too much fun at the carnival. Oh, yeah. Um, passes out on a car ride back. And yeah, you do follow the instructions. Eventually you come to like the five-story, you know, Weasley-style shack in the middle of the, the swamp. And... Uh, you go to exactly the, the place where you just lay him down on top of a stump and kind of tuck him in. There aren't exactly any wolves in this area, so you imagine he'll probably be fine until someone picks him up. And I guess when I get home, I kind of sneak I kind of sneak back in. And I imagine that I have this really like big, like almost textbook size, like like um it's like not encyclopedia but anthology of like fairy tales in fact you find an entirely new book of fairy tales that's left on your pillow that you find when you get home i look at it i take a big sigh and i kind of i have like a loose floorboard underneath my bed Mm-hmm. And I kind of slip the book into that space and close the top and okay. go to sleep. Okay. Well then. This moment in your lives was a memorable one. Even to those of you who are still forming their memories. 
And as all of you begin to collect yourselves, as the carnival itself departs the next morning and the bridge no longer crosses a stream, as the days turn into weeks, the weeks turn into months, and the months turn into years. None of you cross paths again for some time, and Amanda, eventually your life takes your your life takes you away from the countryside for some time. We still see at some point, at some nights when Amanda is sleeping, a figure that sometimes checks in on her, of a silver-haired woman, of a kind eyes, and beautiful white butterfly wings behind her. Green light sort of flowing. She lets out a little bit of a sigh. She sees you grow older. She turns into a little green ball of light with little wings on it and zips off towards the stars. But that's not where our story ends. Eight years later, almost, we pan into a padded room. As we look along the walls, we see a lot of gibberish carved in charcoal pencil. These scribbles of gibberish turn into poems. These poems turn into stories, and these stories turn into mathematical equation, which turn into arcane equation. As we pan all the way around, we see that the bed has been turned and the sheets removed. And finally, we see the barred window of which the bars had been removed. Blanket tied to the radiator. Like a rope repelling down the two stories. We see in the moonlight, running is a man in a hospital gown, halfling in proportion, towards something very, very important. But we will explore that next time. Thank you, and good night. We appreciate your support in listening to this podcast and leaving us a good rating. Please consider subscribing and following us on Twitter. Music is used with permission by This Way to the Egress. You can find links to them, some of our sponsors, and other collaborators in the description below. And lastly, remember to bury your ghosts lest they come back to haunt you.